I am Dioetes and welcome to Food 101. Food, 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 people. Let's talk about food. And today, I have my special guest. He's an entrepreneur and financial expert. No other than Mr. Rat Truman. Hello, how are you? I'm great, Mr. Truman. How about you? That's amazing. Yeah, I can't complain. It's a nice day and, uh, you know, I've been busy. It's, it's good. Chill, chill, chill right now, right? We're entering to the fall, fall, fall. So let's talk about your favorite cuisine first. Um, so I have a, I have a few favorites, um, but uh, I would say Middle Eastern cuisine is, is quite diverse. Japanese cuisine is obviously um, amazing. Um, I haven't really had much experience cooking a lot of a lot of food, but I definitely um, prefer like Middle Eastern cuisine. Um, I definitely there's a huge there's a huge history with 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 places like that and food that comes from places in the Middle East. It's not just like oh I'm gonna cook a little meal at home that is like a pasta or something simple and easy. It's like there's a lot of steps that go into it and if you don't follow the certain traditions that are within like um, Middle Eastern cultures, food won't taste right. I guess that's the biggest thing. It's like, what is the difference for, and a lot of people are afraid. I think a lot of people are afraid to try different things in life. They're afraid that once, if they do try something new, that they won't like it. If they do try, if they do try and go and try and cook something, that it won't be, like what they taste in a restaurant and then you know they they won't even put themselves out there so i would recommend everyone to try you know different types of um middle eastern cuisine like arabic food persian food uh lebanese food you know because it's it's not just about the food itself of course it's delicious but it's about the history and so about the culture and i think for a lot of western people you know we're always in a hurry we don't have time to enjoy a lot of areas of our life before you know it you're like 40 and you're trying to have kids or you're re- trying to retire but you can't and life goes by really quickly and i think a lot of people take a lot of things in their life for granted so you know my recommendation to to people very well said mr truman true what you said i live in a middle east country so the cuisine is different from the Western culture. It's really something that you need to deal with and you need to know the process of cooking it. So so that that the true nature of the the food will come out. So do you have a specific um country that you want to specify for for the cuisine? Yeah, um, Persian food, I've had uh, the experience of like cooking it and actually like tasting it in, in that sense. Um, there's a lot of different different Persian dishes and all the Arabic food and Persian food and um, most of and Turkish food, I guess they're kind of not Arabic food, but Persian food and Turkish food are very similar. Um, and I've had both. There is a lot of rich flavor within Persian food, you know and true it's not just about like i said anyone can cook anything 
and someone can eat it and be like, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 that was good. But having culture and the experience is way different. You know, I went to the Philippines and I lived in the Philippines for three months yeah. and I never knew. I guess I had had some experiences when I went to different countries, but I had never really experienced um, a different culture and how they do things. The stuff that we take for granted here in Canada, and we just think that everything, you know, oh, my coffee isn't warm at Starbucks. I'm upset about that, really. And people have to sleep on the floor, like on cement or on the dirt. And there's things that just we take for granted on a daily basis that when I went to the Philippines, it opened yeah. a lot to... to how cultures are done differently. And that applies to food. True. There are different ways of how people cook things. With Persian food, it's made with love. I would say that's the biggest thing. It's made with love. Um, and if you can enjoy um, someone's cooking that is made with love, it's worldly different from someone who just ordered McDonald's. I know that's a very extreme uh, comparison, but it's very different. So... True, true, that's what you said. Yeah. So, do you have a specific uh, dish for the Persian cuisine that you want to share to us? Yeah, there's a, there's a dish called Horma Sabzi, and uh, it is a, it's basically, like, let me, let me see, hold on. I'm going to... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to pull up the exact, exact like, what's exactly in it. Okay, it's a, it's a stew of... Uh, Persian, uh, some sort of meat. You can obviously make it vegetarian or vegan if you wanted to, but with meat, with any type of meat, it is good. It has kidney beans. That's all. This is all put into one pot. It's kind of like a chili or like a stew that you make and you put it yes. into one pot, but you have to cook it for hours, like maybe seven hours. It's made with love. You can't just cook this in half Fat. an hour. Yes. So it's... <laughs> It's yeah. not no, it's not fast food exactly. <laughs> it's made with uh, kidney beans in in the pot, and then there's uh, greens, spinach, dill, cilantro, fenugreek, and some parsley, and then it's all been being cooked down for like I said, six to seven hours. Pot, and then after that, the meat is added, and then a very interesting thing. I don't think there's any food in Western cuisine or in like our Western culture that has lime put right into the dish. So they take on entire lime, they like cut up the lime and then they put it, cook it right into the, into the food. They don't even squeeze it or anything. They just put the whole thing in. And that food, the horma sabzi is literally one of the most interesting and um, diverse foods you ever taste. When I'm telling you, yes. There's no culture that has fruit, a food dish that tastes like this. I'm telling you, I've had like, I mean, I haven't gone to different countries, but I've been to tons of restaurants. I've had tons of food from a, a, almost every restaurant that you can imagine. So I know what the foods taste like. There is no dish that's from help. another culture that tastes like horma sabzi. It's so different in a good way. It sounds delicious and authentic Persian food. So if you want to rate this uh, dish, 1 to 10, where is it? It's a 10. It's a 10. So from from the name itself, from how the procedure, and from the taste itself, it's perfectly 10. It's a 10 because it, it's... And this is the only way I would give, give uh, a certain food uh, a 10. But this dish specifically, this is the why it's a 10. And it has to be under these circumstances. If, if it's not, then it can be probably like an eight and a half. But the reason why it's a 10 is because 
I have friends and, and family and people yeah. close to me that can cook that are Persian and they cook this dish with love. If it's not, yeah. if it's made from a restaurant, it'll probably be good, but it yeah. won't be as good as someone who cooks it in their home. Because in a restaurant, yeah. there's a time constraint. Obviously, there's like a supply and demand. You have to feed people. But within someone's home and they're cooking you food like this, I'm yes. telling you, it's a 10. Because you will never forget the experience. Yes. Home cooking is the big difference, right? Yeah, home cooking, home cooking, home cooking unlocks a uh, unlocks passion for that you that you have that you that you that you pour into the food. It's it's not like when you go to a restaurant, you sit down, and they feed you. No, it's you're at your home. You know, there's no there's no stress. There's no demand. You're just there. Get perfectly with love. So if I am a beginner, can can I can I cook the the dish? Yeah, you could. You could. There's a very yeah. easy recipe. You don't need to cook it for six, seven hours. Like I said, that's only if you you know have had a lot of experience. Roughly to to cook this dish, it's gonna take about two hours. You have to cook the flavors together, and that's what's important. You can't you can't leave that stuff out. So basically, what you do is you. Uh, uh, so you get a big pot or like a large container that you're getting stuff into. You put oil. I'm going to tell you how to, I'm going to give you a breakdown on how to do it. Okay. Okay. So you take the, the pot, put some oil or butter, whatever suits your fancy. It doesn't really matter. You're going to add uh, two whole onions, chopped okay. up finely. You're going to cook those. They caramelize probably 10 minutes. Then you're going to take one to two, uh, one to two spoonfuls of turmeric cook yeah. that until it starts to uh, color then you are going to uh, vegetable stock or chicken stock cube with some yes. hot water and then cook that down so now you have kind of like a mixture heating a separate pot of oil like another pan get another pan heat it in oil and then you're going to put into this pan this is separate spinach yeah. green onion parsley cilantro, ch ch cilantro chives and then the fenugreek you're going to cook that all turns really dark green maybe 10 minutes then you're going to take the spinach mixture that you put in the frying pan. You're going to put it into the pot with the onion mixture that you had earlier. Okay. Then you're going to pour enough water to create like a watery consistency. Season with salt and pepper. Stir in lemon juice. Add the beef. Okay. okay. What kind of beef? Any kind of beef? Any kind of beef. Or, okay. or chicken. I, like, a lot of people don't like beef. But yeah. whatever kind of meat suits your fancy. Pork, whatever. Stir in some lemon juice. Put in two whole limes squish them in yes right into the pot and then you're going to cook that whole thing um for about an hour and a half and then you're going to see it it'll turn like a really like kind of like dark like dingy green the dried pierce the limes that were in there with a fork um add two more limes after the other ones have been cooking cook that for another half an hour stir in the kidney beans and then cook that for another half an hour. So your whole total time is about two and a half hours. And then take out the limes that were cooked in the stew. You can you can put them on the side. You don't obviously you're not going to eat them. They're just for flavor. Um, and then you can serve with rice. Oh, that's that, it. That'd be awesome, rice. <laughs> I know it's really boring, rice. <laughs> no, it's really sounds delicious, Mister Tremend. Yeah. So, so people out there, if you want to. To cook this precious, we are encourage you to do it, try it, right? 
Yeah, try it out. I mean, it's it can't hurt to, uh, like I said, it's you to know what you like. You got to try different things in life, and that yeah. goes with everything. You won't know. You can't say you're bad at something. You can't say you don't like it, or you've never if you've never tried it, you've never done something. You yeah. Yes, you should try the new one. So this this I uh, can I use as a main course or appetizer or soup. Uh, a main course. Main course. Okay. Yeah. That be awesome, Mister Truman. So let's talk about your line of business, about financial topics. What What can you share about us? Okay. Yeah. So this is something I'm really passionate about, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna go I'm gonna give some uh, real life uh, tips for people in this world today. So. Obviously, as we know it, Canada and um, the Western world is, is a difficult place to live in, you know, along with inflation, uh, a recession coming up pretty soon. If you're not really wealthy, it's it's difficult. It's an up, it's an uphill battle that a lot of Canadians and I think a lot of younger Canadians uh, will struggle with. You know, I'm not saying you need to have hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, that obviously does help. It would change people's lives. But yeah. Having four or five thousand dollars a month, you can't live here. You can't live here and enjoy your life. All you're gonna have to do, if you don't have a lot of money and you don't, you're not smart with it, yes. you're just gonna have to cut back on your lifestyle. And nobody, if you go along the street and you were to ask fifty people, I guarantee forty-nine out of fifty people would say, "I don't want to cut back on my lifestyle." If all I had to do was solve the problem to make more money. And I could keep the same lifestyle I had. Well, obviously, I'm going to do the make more money. I'm not going to cut back on my lifestyle. I don't want to do that. So what does that look like for Canadians? Well, having a having a corporate nine to five making eighty, seventy thousand dollars a year isn't isn't a good way to use your time either. People say, oh, well, I make one hundred thousand dollars a year. But by the time taxes come around, I'll be only making eighty five, ninety or less than that. And that's a really bad way to wait. That's a really not a good way to use your time because you're yes. there at that place all day. Do you have time when you come home to go? Do you have time to go to vacation? How many vacation days do you get out of the week? Two or one or one. Yes. And most employers, and most employers require months to be able to take that off. Before. A year two, uh, a year two. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, our system in Canada is very, very, very bad where they know that Canadians like to live here and have the convenience of everything that we have here in Vancouver in general. Yes. We're just, they don't, they, the government and the people who control everything and who work from the top, they do not care about Can- uh, the average Canadian. They do not give a crap. True. And th- all they're going to do is raise the cost of stuff. Yes. Only one option for people at that point. You're just going to have to conform or or go or go away. My uh, advice for Canadians and and my expertise is how can we get Canadians to a place where they can have uh, income coming in while they're sleeping? Well, you need to first figure out the money that you're currently making. Is it the best use of your time? If it's not, if the answer to that, because that question will come, that answer will come very fast, you know? Working a nine-to-five job, um, doing Uber Eats and that kind of stuff is good. But yes. Canadians need to create systems of automated uh, income. 
while they're sleeping and yeah. possibly throughout the year like two or three thousand i'm talking like five to ten thousand because at that wage you know when you hit ten thousand you're kind of you can kind of work with a lot of uh you can do a lot more you know yes so you need to, we need we need to look at that um and currently right now i am working on something called the knowledge business accelerator program okay and basically what that is not spe- like not specifically i've designed it but i'm i'm utilizing you know a friend of mine uh runs a course that basically teaches canadians how to or not canadians teaches people in general how to take what they know or yes. take what they're about and turn it into an income by That's... selling a course to teach other people so this course like how a canadian to have a passive income it, you can you can let's say you know how to play basketball really well yeah. and you think you know enough about you if you could teach a bunch of people how to play basketball really well okay you if you can market that and make that into a um make that into a profitable um income yeah let's say no let's say like a profitable outline for yeah. a course so that someone could click on a click on a video see you talking and then basically all all they would have to do was buy your course and let's say you charge five to six hundred dollars per course that you have and it has instructional videos it has one-on-one coaching it has a whole diagram on how to play basketball better and just right that's interesting so I'm creating a course for men with low confidence i think in canada that's a huge problem i think in general a lot of a lot of guys just compare themselves with looks it's not about any of that stuff True. yes yes that plays a huge part i'm not going to lie when yeah. you're in whether you're when you're going out in, into the world of dating whether you're going out into the world of business whether you're going out in any aspect of your life yeah looks do matter but there's a way there's a lot of um men who sell themselves short before they even try things that can help them and so i want to create a course for young men in in our age bracket like 20 to 25 to come yeah. and look at themselves and go okay well maybe i'm not the most attractive maybe i don't you know have all the money okay well you have to start somewhere my guy you know yes so my course would be outlined and i'm going to pull up my spreadsheet on what i did the other day so i can give you kind of a better Coffee. on what it is i am going to create and then when i do eventually a launch website later this month then anyone uh interested in purchasing purchasing the course themselves or even just like seeing what it's about can check it out oh that'd be great so you still under the process of developing the course yeah exactly yeah i'm still going i'm still going through a lot of stuff okay so here here's basically the breakdown of it um self confidence for men ages 20 to 25 the stages the first stage obviously would be building confidence within yourself that's yeah. a no brainer um another as another um stage of self or of confidence is transforming your physical health you have to be physically going to the gym you have to be eating well this kind Healthy. of thing yeah. yeah you you can't you can't do anything in life if you if you're not active you're not you know lifting weights even even if you're older it doesn't it doesn't matter Yes. you know it it benefits everyone and to anyone who says that physical activity and eating well isn't is a waste of time they have obviously haven't done the research um mm-hmm. 
the second, the third quadrant would be elevating your mindset. I believe mindset is a huge, 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 huge part into uh, how far you go because your yeah. thoughts determine your actions and then your actions determine your future. So if you're constantly thinking that you're not going to do well in life, well, you're probably not going to do well in life, you know? Yes. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's not just being positive. It's it's about training your mind to think with intention. Now, what does that yeah. look like? Thinking with intention. Well, let's say you have an idea that you want to put to paper. Okay, well, take 10 minutes every single day for the next week. Don't put hours and hours. People get it confused. They get over hungry. They want to do something new. They want to try something new. They want to open a business. So what do they do? Well, 90% of people go right at it and they just start spending hours and hours a day on it. And yes. they exhaust themselves. And then mm. they can't go back and say, oh, well, you know, I, I, and I'm really tired today because I did this and this and this. But did you do really do a lot? Those hours that you were spending, you were probably procrastinating a lot. And the times yes. were, they weren't dedicated time. So there's a difference. So elevating your mindset, I'm going to teach men on how to set an hour minimum, maybe an hour and a half, no more than that per day out of five days a week you want to do for your future. And that's all it has to be. It does not have to be. And they can even, I want to even teach them how to start small, like 10, 15 minutes a day. And they wouldn't, and you would be so surprised on how, um, Life, yeah, how your life improves. Then the fourth quadrant would be uh, winning, meeting, and relationship worlds. Now, this is a huge one for a lot of men. I think that they think that they can't get a girl because she's attractive. And I'm telling you, I'm, I don't consider myself a 10. I'm not an ugly guy. But I'm saying that like, when you start to take care of other aspects of your life, a beautiful woman is very easy to, to come across. Definitely. And having confidence plays a huge, huge part. And then the last one would be after every, all these things that I just went through, this last one is going to tie in all those. When you nail all these, guess what happens? The last one comes automatically. So the last one is being a successful entrepreneur and having your finances in order. Definitely comes alone right after you finish all those one two three and then that will be the summary if you're all doing all those stuff success will come to you yeah if you're if you have confidence within yourself you know you're going to be successful you're in good shape you eat well on a daily basis you tell yourself positive things and you have a strong mindset and then you have someone in your life that you're seeing or that you're in a relationship with that supports you yes then all the other stuff that you want in life will come and it will come. Maybe it won't be. See, this is the thing about, about our generation or just humans in general that I've noticed is they would rather suffer for a job than suffer for something that they actually want to do in their life. And I can't, I can't to this day understand why a lot of people choose this. I one day, one day, hopefully, I will be able to answer my own question: Why do people choose something that they don't even like doing, and they yeah. suffer every day doing something they don't even like doing, yes. and they spend hours doing work for someone that they don't not even happy working for? That's true, and it it really affects their job too, right? Because they don't like what they're doing. So when I just quit and no. do, yeah, 
And it's and it's and it, the saddest thing is most people do it for money. Well, if money is the only problem, then why don't you, that you want to do in the future? Like me, okay? I was this yes. is the, this course thing. I took some money that I had set aside and I spent, you know, the money doing that. Okay. And, a, and a lot of people wouldn't even want to take the opportunity to do that because they think they're going to fail. They they don't know. Well, if you don't know, then what do you do? You ask questions. And when you ask the right questions, you get answers. And then let's say it doesn't happen. This is another for people in trying to better their finances and trying to trying to start a business for themselves. My biggest piece of advice would be just start. It's not going to happen in one, two, Day. one week. It's not going to be one week, my guy. You know, you might see results in a month. Amazing. Yes. Or you will see results in a month. Amazing. But Thank you're not you. going to be an overnight millionaire in a month. It's going to take a year, two years. True. And it's going to be a lot harder than any job you ever Lots One guy you can blame. True. You. Lots of hard work. Yeah. It's, it's, about, it's about how much suffering do you want to go through now in your life so that you can enjoy your life in the future? Or do you want to suffer for the rest of your life and then never enjoy your future. That's the difference. And people will say, oh, well, I'll, I'll get a cushy job working uh, $100,000 or $150,000 in a corporate gig. Okay, well, how many hours of the day do you have to be in that job to get paid that? So, all day you're there. Yeah, the and day. they're going to expect so much of you. There's going to be so much pressure on your head that the $150,000 or $200,000 you are getting paid is not even worth the stress. It is not. Mm-hmm. Yes, and people go, oh well, you're just saying that because you don't have that. Well, yes, that's true, and I agree. But ask me the same question when you get there. When you get the hundred and fifty thousand dollar, two hundred thousand dollar salary, how much responsibility comes with it? A lot. Is it worth it? <laughs> no, said. it's not. It's not worth it. It's not worth your mental health. So I, I want to teach men how to get out of themselves, become confident. And then every aspect of their life and every area of their life kind of falls into place. Because once you take care of one quadrant, yes. health, wealth, personal finance, and relationships, mm, yes. you take care of all of those four, your life will just set up. And anyone who says differently, well, you can send them to me and I'll have a conversation with them. Because I know for a fact that I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't have the confidence I have today. I wouldn't be if I didn't tackle those other things. You know, it's true. It only for men, not for both men and women. So it could. So the course that I'm doing. Yes. Because here's the thing, Lucas, give you some, some real, real insight into business. Okay. To be profitable online because specifically online is, is a huge market, right? Definitely. There's so many people on the world. So. Seven billion. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. So to narrow down your market, let's say I throw a, a net in the sea and I catch a ton of fish, okay. but they're not quality fish. They're just a bunch of small little fish. Now, let's say I cast a, a net in the sea that I've done a bit of research on this part of the sea. I know that there's some nicer fish in the sea and I catch the nicer fish. Well, here's my analogy. If you don't have a niche, which is, you know what, if you don't have a specific niche to your target market that you're hitting, 
you are going to waste time and resources because if you don't have a target market, then how are you going to market the product itself? It's not going to be very desirable to people. They're not going to want it. Why am I paying $500 for this? If it's for men and women, why is it, why is it not specifically catered to me? You see, this is the thing. When I market my course and I'm, when I finish it, I want people to say, wow, he's speaking to me. He's speaking to me because there, there is a, there is a guy out there that's just like me that went through the same thing like me that dresses the same, talks the same and acts the same. And I want him to land on my page and see my video and see my course and go, wow, this guy changed my life. This guy did something. This guy created this, this course and it's completely transformed my life to the point where I don't even know who I am anymore. That's the difference. You know, maybe in the future I will I will explore the option of, you know, expand, expanding the course or doing something for women. Yeah. But now, to be target specific, yes. is because if you're not, then you're just shooting fish in the barrel, in the sense you don't have a goal in mind. Will you finish the course and so, be available? Yeah. So my course. So I'm on track to finish this course by the. Uh, 6th of November. So in about a month. A month. Oh, that'd be awesome. And then you're going to do your website and... Everything Xbox. Everything will be available. There'll be a landing page. You'll be able to buy the course. There'll be one... On, there'll probably be... I don't know if I'm going to do one-on-one coaching. I'm going to... I got to talk with uh, my coach on Monday to go yes. over like if I want to do one-on-one coaching because obviously if I have one-on-one coaching or mentorship, I can charge more. In that sense, yeah. I can make more money, but that, that that requires a lot more time for me to be able to sit with people and, and talk to them in that sense. Um, I think I'm just going to start it out as a landing page with a course and then have the information inside, videos, etc. People can go and like ongoing, but the one-on-one coaching, maybe if, it, you know, if in the future I want to open something else or expand, then I will offer the one-on-one. But uh, yeah, should be about a month. I'll be finished have a website, there'll be a landing page. Um, you can email me directly. Um, I can even leave my email here. It's my first name, R-H-E-T-T 329 at gmail.com. And then if you want updates on the course or like where where it's at in stages, uh, yeah. directly. Good luck, Mr. Truman. Come again after you finish your course and promote the course that you're having. I will, I will definitely do that. I will definitely do that. You know what? We can even do like a video uh, thing and then I can screen share and I could walk people through like a tour of my website or course and then you can see what it, what it actually, like you can physically see it. You know what I mean? Because people like to see. So Mr. Truman, thank you for your time. You're welcome so much. It was lovely yeah. chatting with you. It was seriously I, lovely. Likewise. Uh, shout out to the people listening in Iran. We discussed uh, Persian food today, so uh, we have a 100% listening in Tehran. Thank you so much. Please do uh, listen to my podcast, support my podcast, and I uh, guarantee you I give you the best topic about food, food, food. Thank you, Mr. Truman. Thank you so much, Daniel. See you.